We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's three guys who combined to play 15 seasons in the National Football League trenches. Well, two guys. And Mackey, who didn't do shit. He just, he just sits there and looks pretty. This is the O-Line Committee. A happy divisional week to you and your loved ones. To all who celebrate, gentlemen. Yes. We've made it to the second round of the National Football League mm. playoffs. Mm-hmm. What a first round it was. My God. Awesome. You know, usually Super Wildcard weekend, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, like the seventh seed's going to get blown out by the second seed, and and here it goes. But the teams that got blown out were not like the expected blowouts. It oh, was no. very much a reverse role, and it's set up for what's going to be a juicy divisional round. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, I think it's funny because, like, the, the Browns, if you would have said two months ago, Hey, the Browns are going to get smoked in the playoffs. Like they're going to have Joe Flacco off his couch, and they're, and they're going to get smoked. Yeah. But you would have you would have been like, yeah, that probably sounds right. But the way the Browns were playing going into the playoffs and being favored, I think, by a couple points in that game too. Um, and Cowboys. I mean, how many you guys? How many times collectively you guys have done enough divisional round damage in your? Don't don't Searles. Don't don't even come Cowboys? out of here. No, I mean, I would like no. to issue. I would like a full no. public apology from oh, you two. First right of now. all, first of all, I mean, you would, I would, from Dak and Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones for that bullshit that they put out there. Uh-uh. Don't, nope. you don't laugh at me. No, you, you both right laughed at you. Packers, what an idiot! Who would pick the Packers? I think the whole the world Dallas was thinking Cowboys. that, Searles. That's why when it happened, everybody broke their TVs across their fucking knees. They were Listen. like, "No, this can't be the Cowboys that I'm watching." <laughs> right now he didn't just throw that into that buzz three covers that guy just fucking walked right into it there's no way Dak prescott would do that not it it's cool don't worry about it never betting on them again. myself it says people who haven't watched the cowboys in a playoff game since 1995 i, I think we I, all I, just know we're past it no they're not i'll, I'll be a man jay i doubted you i doubted the Packers. thank you i'm, I'm sorry you, you apologize to me you laughed you apologize at me. To me. No, I won't. <laughs> That's how this works. See, everybody's mad because they're like, no, Cowboys should have won, but Dak just went out there and did Dak fucking things again, and so did the Cowboys. You can't even say, dude, you can't even put it all on Dak, though. I'm not going to put it all on Dak. I'm going to put it all on the defense. Cowboys. I just said the Cowboys did Cowboy things, didn't I? Okay. I'm just making sure I said it. Okay. Just Gosh, sure. you're aggressive in the mornings. 
You just I'm get not so aggressive. Angry. You're over here like apologizing. I'm not aggressive. You're I'm not aggressive. Going to apologize for betting on a team that I thought should have won and then came out and laid a massive goose egg. Wait a minute, they were at home too. Okay, just make sure. sure. They're supposed to be really good at home. I don't know what yeah, happened. They're supposed to be really good this year. They're not. It, hey, if you're one of the four teams that put a request in before that game to interview Dan Quinn, are you like? <laughs> are you like? That family guy episode where they're all like kind of sliding out of the booth slowly. Yeah. The Homer Simpson into the into the into the bush. Hey. Just <laughs> Seattle was like, you know, Dan, you just stay, just stay for a year. One more. I mean, he he oh. hops on a, he hops on a Zoom call today. Ready? Here we go. Ready to talk to the Seahawks, my old friends. Uh, anybody? Is nobody else joining this Zoom yeah. call? It just spins there where it's like the host has not started the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let you know when the host is. I here. wonder what happened there. Just sitting there, like I thought that eleven o'clock meeting started at eleven o'clock. Are we on? What, what time zone are we on? Yeah. Is, this, is this Central Time? Pacific are we live? Time? Are we live now? <laughs> we were live. We were live. Well, okay. Since we're on the subject of the Cowboys here, let me hit you guys. We start every show off here. By the way, O line committee: Jeremiah Seals, Alex Boone, uh, two former NFL offensive linemen. Uh, I'm an eighth grade football superstar B team. That's right, Buffalo High mm. School. What up, uh, Buffalo? Yeah, ding. You went to Buffalo, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. New York. I know. You, aren't they the Sabers? Jay and I both played for Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he played for the Buffalo Bills. I played for the Buffalo High School uh, middle thing. school B team football team. Yeah. Tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. Same thing. Yeah. You're familiar with the house yeah. that Mackie built? Yeah, like. I drove by Buffalo like a month ago, and I was like. There's a Buffalo, Minnesota. You damn right like, there is. That's right. Dude, everyone's like, and yeah, the football program, bro. It's the Buffalo Bison, which is bison, like the same thing, is. right? Yeah. I mean, mm. aren't, isn't that the They're same? They're not the animal? Bills. They're the Bison. Yeah, I think right. it looks similar, identical to the Bill. Yeah, probably have a very similar helmet logo. Yeah, uh, they do. Okay. It's like a kind of a ferocious. It's a ferocious looking Bison. Yeah, wild it's beast. Purple. It's a wild beast. So. Uh, but we start every show with who's the mic. We identify the most important things on our mind around football. Let's talk about Dak Prescott. I would like to officially create a new wing of the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton this morning so we can induct Dak Prescott. Let's call it the Marino wing. And, le- and let's celebrate quarterbacks. Quarterbacks who are good enough to keep your franchise relevant and competitive, but not good enough to get over the hump in the playoffs. Founding members. Dan Marino, Fran Tarkenton, Dan Fouts with the San Ooh, Diego Chargers, Chargers for a decade, yeah. 70s, I mean, 80s, right? Jim Kelly's got to be in there, right? Jim Kelly's so, for sure in there. Here's how I'm laying it out. I, I mean, I, he's – what do you call on, the dude. hump? The hump come is on, winning dude. it all. Like, yeah, come on, Jim dude. Kelly's got to be in at there. least a he second ballot. There. A second ballot guy. He may not be a first ballot guy. He's a second no, ballot guy. No, I've got – it's a cabinet. It's We have, like, leadership positions within this wing. <laughs> So we've got we've got our we've got our founding members who I just mentioned. We've got the chief financial officers who know the most about racking up 40, 50 million dollar paychecks without delivering in the playoffs. That would be Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins, I think, mm. ah. are the CFOs. Yeah. And then uh, to your point, Jay, I think we have a couple executive assistants. We've got Jim Kelly, executive assistant to the NFC. Mm. And then we've got uh, Randall Cunningham, executive assistant to the Atlanta Falcons, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, I think t- your guy Philip Rivers, Tony Romo, probably have to be a part of the Marino wing of of the Hall of Fame. Philip for sure. Phil Phil fills up there, unfortunately. Phil for Unfor- sure. Unfortunately, fills up there. Jimmy Garoppolo could be an honorable mention. He could be in the mix. We could he's, find him a cabinet he, position. He's 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 an honorable. What Boone? What did he do in the playoffs that made him earn all his money? 
I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, you're talking about dudes that played a long, they were starters for a long time and didn't do well, anything, he, not five years and didn't do anything. But he got anything. there and he got paid. That was Mackie's, Mackie's point. Was I'm just saying, the, the, the time over tension, dude. Time over tension. That's like the throwing assistant in a director of, of Shanahan operations. Is what he's assistant player personnel director or something like that. I don't know. There's titles. He's for assistant everyone. to logistics. Let's talk about that. We'll throw him in a real <laughs> small role. Though. He's the guy that picks you up from the airport and buzzes yeah, you back exactly. and forth. That's exactly what he does. He's how, the one that asks you aisle or window when you get cut. There you go. <laughs> uh, how about the chief blown lead officers, Matt Ryan and Warren Moon? 28 to 3 lost the Patriots. And then and then Warren Moon was the quarterback for the Oilers when they were up 35-3 to Jeremiah's Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. And Frank Reich brought him back. I think those guys have to be in for sure. That's but that's where Dak Prescott belongs at this point to me. He's gonna be what, 30 years old. He's there there's a certain category of quarterback where boy, if you have him, you're probably gonna win nine games or maybe even like twelve or thirteen games. You're gonna you're gonna you might win your division. But you're not it's winning gonna the fall Super apart. Bowl. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. all going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And, their, and their contract makes the roster uh, you know, have different holes, and they aren't able to make up for the roster having those holes. So that's, that's what this wing is. If, if the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills this weekend, does Josh Allen oh. start knocking on that door? Yes, he does. He, he becomes does, a very big candidate. Yes, yeah. he does. For sure. Starts right. looking He's, around like, hey, guys, are we all in here? I do thought we it was. To, is this where we, we all hang age out? limit, though? Because he's only 27. Like, do you have to be at least 29 or 30 before well, we think, put you in? I think yeah, I think that's rare. Yeah. I, I you think, said I he's think, knocking on the door. Knock, he's just knocking knock, on the door, right? Knock. They're they're just, yep. he's just like, Anyone hey, in I here? Got, someone said to come down the hall and turn left and I'd find my people. Is yeah. this where I'm supposed to be? Like, he's the, I mean, if if he loses to Mahomes again, oh, and God. I mean, I'll pivot here. I'll go. My my mic is the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. Like my mic is the Buffalo Bills. I think watching them play this weekend, the way they came out, and the way they just immediately jumped all over that team, we all knew that was possible. We're like this is, I thought it was gonna be a blowout. I was ready to turn it off, move on to the next game, and then that. Field goal block and that poor that poor punter blows a hammy, right? He looked like the thirty year old at the Y that was trying to do too much. Right. Like the trying to be like back in my day, I played it back. Ah, ah, right. But they look they look primed to make a run. It's the injuries on defense that really concern me that Mahomes and Kelsey are gonna pick them apart. They lost another middle linebacker, right? Another linebacker out of the mix. But when Josh plays like that, I don't know who beats him. When he doesn't make the bad mistake, when he's running with his legs for 52 yards, and anyone that wants to tell me that was a fake slide, go pound sand. That wasn't a fake slide. Not in chance. If you've ever tried to run, I think people will get, like, they look at football players, and they see the great athletes that are the receivers and the running backs that can run a hundred miles an hour full speed and cut on a dime and move any direction that they want that when you see lumbering 250 pound josh allen when he wants to slow down and decel he has to go 
brrr, air brakes as he's coming into the turn and then make the cut. And all these people are freaking out on Twitter like, he fake slid. Look at him. Oh, he's making up the rules. Like, you try and slow down running that fast. It was just a really slow jump cut by a white guy. You leave that man alone. But I think the Bills primed to make a run. They're 6-0 and since all of the hoopla we'll leave it at that, started in the galvanization of the article, that team. The article. The article. The article came out. The article came out, the we got your back coach moment. Like Since then, the galvanization of that team has been incredible, to be honest. like I didn't anticipate this coming. And if they can find a way to win this weekend, and if there's ever a time for Josh Allen to beat Patrick Mahomes, it's now. Because this was the year, but man... Kansas City seems to find a way to put it together every single year, and that's what happens. We have the best in the business in quarterback. Yeah, but to be fair, like it's going to be a great game, dude. And the fact that it's oh. in Buffalo is so much better because, like, this don't is, get me wrong, this is I Patrick love Kansas Mahomes City. First road playoff game, too. That's what's going to make it even more better. And not and only that, like, I love. Don't get me wrong, Kansas City is a fun place to play. But talk about this game in Buffalo, like Josh. This is it. You got to go out and do it right now. And let's be honest, dude. KC's kind of on its last leg a little bit. Like that Miami game. I know they look good, but Rasheed Rice looks great. Defense is playing great. The run game is still there. Travis Kelsey. That's it. There's like three of them on offense still going. And after that, you're like this defense is playing lights out. And to be fair, Miami came up in a negative twenty degree weather. Like they were, we all knew they stood game. zero fucking chance. <laughs> I guarantee you, Mike McDaniel's was like, "Yo, let's just make it a game," because you cannot equate what it's like to live in a hot weather state and come to a cold. I know. We used to be like, "Hey, there's no preparing for this." But hey, is there any way to make it cold out here? They look at you like, "Are you fucking stupid?" But can we just go rent a dome and turn on the AC? Like. Are you fucking stupid? No. <laughs> okay, cool. Did you guys so you, see the video? You can't Ty- compare Ty- for that. Tyree Kill puts out, uh, someone put the By the way, he, he got his ass jammed like. Jammed back to Cancun, turf, right? And he, he tweets out, he goes, yeah, he, dude, jam my ass to Cancun. <laughs> dude, Ladarius Sneed fucking straight up was like, you remember me, dude, in these one-on-ones we used to do in practice? I'm fucking back, dude. I love the way Big these games boy, are going. Yeah. Be big boy the shit out of him. But I agree with you 100%. I think if Buffalo has a chance to do it, it's in Buffalo this year. I mean, the elements aren't going to affect anyone. It's going to come out and be a who can stop whose offense faster. Because you're right. If you can get Josh Allen going, the fucking game is over. Because the dude's running 55 yards down the middle of the field. And I agree with you. That was not a slide. We've seen guys slide. They're going to make it very definitive. They know the rules, and they know you can't jack around anymore. Because, like, there was a time when Blaine Gabbert fake slid in Chicago for 82 yards. 82. They were like, Blaine, I don't know how you did it. He was like, uh, clearly I fake slid at the 50 and everybody stopped. And then I took <laughs> off. between. I, sw- I remember watching it and I was like, oh, he's going to get killed for that. Like, they're going to be so pissed. And the defense was lit. Like, we're fucking kidding me. Slide. He's going to slide. Dude. This game is going to be electric. And the fan base, they might, they might light every table on fire. It's going to be so fun to watch, but I have to, I have to say this: Kansas City's defense right now looks amazing. Yeah, like Spags has got them playing. Spags has got them playing lights out. It's going to be electric. Cannot yeah, wait. Is, on, on, you like the article from six or seven weeks ago. It's incredible because the way they were going, they were like the eleven seed when that thing came out. It yeah. was, mm-hmm. and, and it kind Hired of felt like it felt like at the time. Boy, this this kind of feels like the end of the McDermott era where 
even before the article came out, the team felt like it peaked a season or two ago, yep. right? And it, it it could have been a really easy just fork in the road for the people in the locker room and for for everyone in the organization to say, you know what? Yeah, this is probably just we're just going to kind of wind this thing down. We'll we'll refresh it in the off season, and for everyone to do the opposite and and to just lean into. I mean, he has. I heard this comparison. I think it was uh, Cowherd and Nick Wright were talking about this a couple days ago on the radio. It reminds you of the Tom Coughlin situation from like 15 or 20 mm-hmm. years ago in New York, where hard ass coach, players complaining about him behind the scenes. I'm not sure if he delivered a speech like McDermott delivered that triggered no this way. article. No way he did. But, but like there was a come to Jesus meeting or like something happens, right? In this case, an article comes out. In that case, a come to Jesus meeting happens with. The, the ownership and the Michael Strahan's and everyone just sort of rallies around this coach that looked like he was maybe on his last legs and boom for the Giants Super Bowl the next year right and maybe that's where this leads for the Bills does this does this vault them into winning their first Super Bowl in franchise history I mean it's- yeah I mean whoever I can't remember the the reporter that sat on that article and waited for the perfect time to release it but talk about just a massive backfire. Right, like he, he, like we talked. That was my. Ty, it was Ty a Dunn. hit job. Yeah, Ty Dunn was like Ty Dunn hit job. Right, I'm gonna wait till McDermott's at his most vulnerable, and then I'm just gonna drop it at his feet, and it just totally flipped on him. Totally flipped. Got the we got your back, coach. Right, the whole thing, and I'm just ready for if they do win the Super Bowl. I'm just wait, waiting for this chapter of the book. Like who's gonna write? Like and the turning point of the season was. We got your back, coach. And then have to go into like how that all happened because you can't not talk about it. If the Bills make a run, you have to talk about what happened internally in that locker room. And as much as we don't condone what was said, hats off to the leadership on those teams, the players on those teams, keeping everyone together and Bean and McDermott finding a way to rally the troops there. Really, I, I want Buffalo in the AFC Championship. I don't know if they get there, but he better beat Mahomes. But I just worry... I worry Allen is going to press the ball down the field too much and try and do the, I have to beat Mahomes, I have to outplay Mahomes, and they kind of get into that outplay each other, and they get into that mode. I usually give the nod to Mahomes because Allen's the bad interceptions, forcing it where he's not supposed to be. But this is the matchup of our generation, right? This is the... It's the Marino. Brady. It's the Brady Manning. This is the Brady oh, for Manning. Sure. This and is Josh the new Brady Allen, Manning. Josh Allen is the is the Manning, where he, he yes. kept banging his head on the wall every time, right? And correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I think the first time they finally broke through, they had the home field in Indianapolis. Yes. It was yeah. finally yeah. in Indy. Yeah. They didn't have to go to New England. So that's why it's got to be now. It's got to be this year. What if it's not? What if? Okay, I know Buffalo Bills fans who are listening to this. So your mouth for a second. What if they get smoked or something? What if it's but, like? It still Turnover. goes next year. Is there any chance they would make a Harbaugh's out there? Belichick's out there. Is there any? You, no, I don't think you can make a change now. You're making much of a run. Last week, I think if you yeah. lost last week, that's way more of in flux and question. But, to but lose you to make it to the divisional, you lose to the best in the world at quarterback. And as long as it's a game, like if it's a total blowout, there'll be some rumblings. But as long as it's a game, you can't fire that guy. No, Stefan Diggs might have something to say about whether he wants to still be there. It kind of feels like if they don't if they don't keep winning that this might be finally for like the third straight off season he's been kind of on the fence. I think the media is making more of that than it really is. I don't really see much of a problem there. Honestly, I hear them talking about it all the time and Diggs is just a quiet dude and he's very competitive and people get upset and I listen, I watch the games and I hear people like 
oh, the chemistry here is not right. And it's like, fucking quarterback threw it a little bit high. Shut up. He's fucking, so you think he's going to make but a I mean, perfect also, pass every time? No, but like literally, like the Diggs thing, like he probably is really competitive and really upset, but there's guys on like that on every single team. Mm-hmm. And there's guys that are fucking worse than Diggs. I can tell you right now. Like, if anything, Diggsy's problem is sometimes you're like, hey, buddy, calm down. Okay, we got it. We know we're upset, too. You got to stop yelling. But for the most part, when it comes to, like, Josh McDermott, to be able to control everything that's been going on with this team and the injuries that they felt on that they, they lost on defense, there's no way they're going to fire him. Like, yeah, there was a mass. This season was probably the year he was going to get canned. They fired the OC. This thing came out from whoever this guy is that wrote all this stuff. Like, this was like, ah, you're dead to rights, dude. The minute he put them in the playoffs, that's it. The, they were like, no, he's here. We're, this is our guy. This is what we're going to roll with moving forward. Josh is our guy. Diggsy will chill out, and the defense will get healthy. Like, this is fine. And we're starting to develop a run game. You're going to fire the guy after you started to develop a little bit of a run game? Like, this is where you start moving on, and you're like, hey, we need to take massive blocks. But I agree. If they don't win this week in Buffalo, it's going to be like, dude, when are you going to fucking win it? If you can't mm-hmm. do it at your own stadium, like, we get going on the road is really tough in the playoffs. But if you can't win in your own home stadium, yeah starting to get upset i agree knock knock on that wing jay was no that mic? was my mic that, that was, was my mic. Oh, my turn? Was, my was buffalo bills my it's, it's, it's time for boone it's time I've for been, alex okay. this is probably why i was so excited this morning i felt a little syriani ish okay <laughs> i just felt like clapping back for no fucking apparent reason just probably because i'm from philly and that's what i do like i just talk a whole bunch of shit for no fucking reason and then I go out there and get smoked by Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield and everybody literally talking about like, oh, Baker Mayfield's back. It's the, it's the best he's ever played. Back. He's back. Five years ago, I was like, fuck, this can't him. Now he's coming out in the playoffs and beating the number one team in the NFL, a team that looked at one point was 10 and one. I want to know what was said to fracture this team. Mm-hmm. I want to know so badly what caused them to go one and seven at the end of the year. Something happened inside that building that everybody looked around and was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this no more. You don't go 10 and one and then finish one and seven. I don't care what anyone says. I'm not an idiot. I know how this goes. So you, you go guys, out there. You can sense that something just. Oh, okay. they were 10 nuts. and one, but they were. But it wasn't like last year's where they're, yeah. they had they were they were beating everyone by 20. Every win was close. But and so my, I might say just from like I've never been in an NFL locker room as a player, boy they were kind of like walking a thin line even without something happening in the locker room and it was just bound to flip the other way. But it sounds like you sense something had to have like something the happened. body body language and and everything. Did you see the tackling in that game? Did you uh, see no, the no piss? because it, there it was none exist. exactly. <laughs> it's it, that's exactly what the problem. Like at some point this team looked so much better. Eight weeks, like eight weeks ago, mm-hmm. that you put on the film and you were like, "Wow, wow!" And every dude, and their kinda, push push got stuffed in that. That's game. another uh, thing. Vita like, Vea, dude. Vita Vea, Vita Vea's big giant hey. ass was sitting there like, "Oh, you we thought? Watched it. Yep, you we thought." It. We saw the replay, and ninety six is just laying on the ground like somebody move me. Vita <laughs> yeah. like on top of him. It's like, dude, everything is start was starting to just slip so fast and then it's just the chemistry on the team and everybody just seemed like they weren't buying in anymore something happened with that team and i want to know what it was like, i mean I even know on the sideline you saw dallas goddard like very heated exchange with jalen hurts right that's there aj brown has been unhappy the last few weeks and 
I mean, Kelsey, really I think Kelsey did his best to try and keep the team together, but I agree with Boone. There was a there was a moment after the San Fran game that fracture that could not heal. Like if it was something that a couple weeks get everything back together, we all sat together, we sang Kumbaya, I love you, you love me, let's go win a Super Bowl. True, None of that. Yeah. None of that. There was a fracture, hard line in the sand. Coach said something that players didn't like, player to player. There was something that happened, and I don't know if we'll ever know. Like Sometimes those things don't get out, or it might be five years from now that it comes out, like with the um, Buffalo Bills thing. But something happened. They're, they're, that's not just a oh age caught up with them, or you know this like you don't just fall apart like that when your roster is that talented. But I mean, we can't mention the Eagles without tipping our hat to one of the best to ever do it, Jason Kelsey's last game. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Jason Kelsey's last game, first ballot Hall of Famer. I saw an awful take on Twitter that someone's like, "Is he really a first ballot Hall of Famer? Or are we just giving him a bunch of attention because his brother and he has a podcast?" <laughs> I was like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard." I hope like, you didn't read that. This dude was like terrible. a six-team All Pro. Like he is truly one of the best and the most impressive stat. And Boone, you can speak to this. Dude never missed a start. Oh, never at, at that position, man. A start at that position. That is incredible. And hats off to that dude. Was great to watch him. The league's going to miss him, right? The league's going to miss him. He's involved and big shoes to fill whoever steps into that that center position next year. Do you oh. guys you guys are, you know, you guys are have both played in the NFL and then gotten into the the media world as former offensive linemen and and like Jay is an agent now. I feel like in a lot of ways, like there's Tony Siragusa was kind of an offensive lineman that broke through 20 years ago and became a household name. Oh, he was a defensive lineman. So I'm thinking, trying to think of offensive lineman. Jeff Saturday. Jeff, Jeff Saturday. Saturday. Kind of. So like, he but coach he's now? more of a head. He's more of a head coach. Say, he's though. a head coach kind of guy. <laughs> I wouldn't put him in the media. <laughs> but there's not that many offensive linemen in NFL history that broke through, became household names mainstream figures like Andrew Whitworth did right Andrew Whitworth on Thursday night football he's done a really nice job as of late right yeah. like uh, he's a guy that as of late I'm trying I think to think Jason of, Kelsey's Q score though in terms of like how many people yeah. know who he is is a lot higher than Andrew Whitworth even though Whitworth's does the Q on, score go to like how many women know you because guys it's easy yeah. a lot of guys are gonna is, is it like how no, many right, wives dude. And moms know yeah. who you are? Okay. A lot more now than Got a him. year ago. <laughs> well, I mean, he went viral after the the Super Bowl, right? When he was wearing that crazy that crazy outfit and he was the hammered. He was, was like, it's our fucking city. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Such a Philly yeah. thing. I love it. Yeah, I mean, but like it's just back to the to the original point too about the Eagles. This might have been the fastest collapse of a Super Bowl contender. I mean, think about they were 10 and one people had them. I think a lot of people, yeah, I was kind of poking holes. Like God, at some point you got to have a scoring margin. So there are still some people that put maybe the 49ers and the Ravens above the Eagles, but mm-hmm. they were legitimately in like the four They're teams top that five. Win the Super Bowl. They were top five. Yeah, for sure. Six weeks ago, six weeks ago. And now six weeks later, the heartbeat of their team, Jason Kelsey retiring. A lot of questions about Jalen hurts and, and maybe there's some health issues there too, but a lot of questions about, what kind of a quarterback is he going forward? And then by the time this episode's out, Nick Sirianni may or may not be fired, for all we know. 
Like to go from, oh, they could win the Super Bowl to six weeks later, are they like sort of resetting the organization going into 2024? I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of age on that defense that might walk wow. away with Kelsey too. Brandon Graham, For sure. Fletcher Cox. Oof. Like there's there's some dudes that you're like, man, you've been doing this a long time. And I feel like Kelsey kind of rallied everyone when he came back, like, one more ride, boys. One more ride. We got this. Let's all go in this together. But there's a lot of dudes on that team that I think are going to be seriously questioning their future in the NFL of do we come back or not. And that's kind of the worst-case scenario for Philly once you start realizing, I'm looking at this quarterback going, that cap number is going to start hitting here pretty soon. That big, giant payday that I just paid you, and I have a bunch of veterans leaving. That's how you make your way into the Marino wing of the Pro Football Hall of Fame right yeah. there. Knock, I mean, knock, they, knock. Yeah. But he, I mean, he got into the Super Bowl. He hasn't won one yet, right? No. That was still Big Dick Nick. Like he hasn't, he hasn't quite well, no, gotten that, there. But that was Car- Carson Wentz was the starting quarterback. That's right. For yes. the first thirteen weeks, was like playing at an MVP level. Got hurt, and then Big Dick Nick came in. Big Dick Nick came in. Isn't it crazy to think that that guy won a Super Bowl and Josh Allen hasn't? Dan that Marino dude has a has statue. It. Like it's fucking insane, dude. <laughs> You're kidding me. Look like a household looking dude, and all of a sudden you're like Dan Marino doesn't he? He's not even allowed it. Oh, fucking crazy. Yeah. crazy. It is actually kind of funny when you start to put together, and I may or may not have done this to prove another point <laughs> about Kirk Cousins on Purple Daily this week. When you put together the list of like quarterbacks who've won playoff games, it is Trent Dilfer has five playoff wins because he had you four the year that the, like the Ravens had the, the greatest defense in NFL history. Just allowed thirteen points in the playoffs in four games or whatever it was or twenty. Could points. you imagine that? Just score fourteen points and we're gonna win a we're gonna win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I would. don't trip over the center shoelaces, and Dude, uh, we should be able team, to win that this defense. Game. That was two thousand two, right? That defense was two thousand two thousand. That defense was stacked, stupid, stupid, stupid. stacked. Oh my. I, I know because I played half of them. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Uh, I have another mic for you guys. All right. It's so do kind I. Of a, let's hear yours. Let's keep going here. We can. Let's, let's explore the space. Why stop? It's playoffs. Let's here. just go. Let's just start lots of fights today. Let's go. So uh, my it's it's I've got two mics for you, and we will do film breakdowns of both these guys mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel, uh, O Line Committee YouTube channel. Click that like button and the subscribe button. And this might be a good time too to uh, shout out the O Line Committee mm-hmm. website. That's olinecommittee.com for your official offensive line lifestyle merchandise, your clean pocket club shirts and hoodies, your pancakes shirts and hoodies. What else do you guys want to see in the merch store? What else would you uh, would you rep as we look to grow this thing? Let us know. Hit us up in the YouTube comment section. But uh, I've got I've got two mics in one for you here. CJ mm. Stroud and Jordan Love. Two first-year starting quarterbacks. And I'm gonna I'm gonna mold this into a, a hot take ranking, if you will. I have a top 15 quarterbacks list in the NFL that I'd love to run by you guys. Oh, All right. boy. go slow. Presses. Go okay. slow. Oh boy. Are Can you starting start at, at the one top or, or the bottom? No, no. Start at 15. Start at, my way up. Yeah. I do have an honorable mention that didn't quite crack the 15. And again, this is a hot take ranking based on what we. This is like wildly overreacting potentially to what we just saw. Super yes. wild card weekend. Oh my okay. Hit me at 16. What do you got? Tua is 16 now. Okay. I think he okay. was kind of fringe top 10. I know it was a cold weather game, but guess what, dude? Melted. Dude, dude melted in the snow. What do you so okay, so I know that it was historically cold, but would that performance have been that much different if it was like 20 degrees warmer? I don't know. You guys tell Maybe. me. I mean, he you could That's tell he wanted dude, I'm a 10. 10 degrees? No. 
20. No, 10 degrees. But, I mean, but you're going to play in weather in, in January. You're going to play in snow, wind. Um, weather is different than what that was. Like, well, Patrick that, Mahomes was fine. He lives there. His helmet broke. Like, <laughs> he's not fine. His helmet shattered. I don't think you were watching the game, Mac. And then they just he broke the rules. They were like, Patrick, real. Patrick, I know, I know, like, the rules say an equipment change, you got to either burn a timeout or go out for a play, but just, just grab one from the sideline. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's fine. Also, anyone who's ever played football in a cold weather game knows the pain of putting on that extra helmet that he went through. Like the cold, frozen helmet. That has never been gotta, worn. Just never. never worn. Right? They pulled it out of a bag somewhere. They're like, oh. get him his extra helmet. You'd rather just and, replace your head at that oh, point. Yeah, because it's like a brick. It's like it's putting just on a, a And you're brick. just ripping your ears off as it's coming on. Like that was, and you couldn't even get it like strapped, right? He was just hanging. I was and like, even said, like it doesn't fit him. They're like, it's not fitting him right now. I was like, God, dude, this dude's amazing. Player safety, baby. Player. So, so right, safety. does anyone want to fight me on Tua? I'll, no, I'll you're the good. rankings. You're, you I'll me. leave you in there for now. We'll okay. leave him there. Fifteen. Baker Mayfield. I think he's he has a green arrow up back yeah. into the top fifteen. Trending, Here. trending up. Really good season. He has, you know, before the year, you could make a case he's just going to be a, a bounce around journeyman backup. And now he may have played his way into like a two or three year contract here. Yeah. I mean, hell, he's, his oh, cap he hit this year was like 1.7 million. Yeah, It'll be higher him. next year. Cause he's, oh, he's a free yeah. agent. Yes, but it won't, but it won't. I mean, he's not going to get like a no top of the market. $50 million. Gonna get deal. $200 million. He's going to get, he's going to get Geno Smith. Geno Smith or like case Keenum for three years for 36. Like yeah. that's the kind of deal you're looking at for him next year. So Baker Mayfield 15. I'll go fast here. Uh, Again, overreaction. Jalen Hurts, 14. Dak Prescott, 13. My guy, Kirk Cousins, 12. That's high. Justin Herbert, I have 11 now. He used to be like fourth or fifth before Super Wild Card Weekend. Because number 10. Kirk played like seven games this year. How do you have him ranked as 11th? How does a guy who doesn't even play all season make 11? Because he's going to come back. Justin Herbert broke his hand week four. How does he jump a guy who made it to the play? Mackie, your no, your rankings. I'm not off. jumping. I'm not jumping Cousins over Herbert. No, I'm saying you put him over Dak and Jalen and Baker and okay. Tua. All those guys <laughs> okay. made the playoffs. We'll move, that's fine. We'll move him. We'll move him back. Fucked up. We'll move him back. It's fine. You were so bad in the playoffs that I had to fucking demote you. No, but hold on. But they were. Dak Prescott was awful in that game. Okay, keep going. Kirk, next, way, next, Kirk, next okay. it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers eight. <laughs> Wait, you don't think Aaron Rodgers right now is one of the 15 best quarterbacks? I forgot to put him on this list, so point taken. Thank God. You don't think he's one of the 15 best quarterbacks in the league right now? No. I mean, he didn't play. He's, he, he didn't play. Didn't play. He See, cannot you're doing, be ranked You're doing the same thing that these freaking fan yeah. voting Pro it's Bowl guys do. You put a They're guy like, on him oh. who's played like 12 plays. Well, he didn't <laughs> die. Like, what? He, he didn't play. play. No so one can't get respected over what you did last year. He played a game. Not one. One whole one. He carried the flag out. That was his all <laughs> moment this year. Carried the flag out and then fell on his face. Okay, here we here's, go, New York. Here's my new top ten. Here's my new emotional top ten. Give me ten. Ten, Jordan Love. I'll give it to you. Jordan okay. Love, the last two months, has yes. thrown, I think it's yeah. 23 touchdowns, one interception, 70% completions. Yep. He's making yep. Back foot throws with pressure in his face on a dime. Aaron, who? God, this shit. They're, think about this. 
quick side street here. For all you franchises out there, that are, whether you're a Vikings or whether you were the you were the Buccaneers moving on from Tom Brady or the Lions moving on from Stafford, this fear of moving on from an aging quarterback. Oh my God, what's going to happen? The Lions took a one year timeout. They were back nine wins two years later. Boom, one of the best teams in the league this year, right? The Buccaneers got better the year after they said goodbye to aging Tom Brady with Baker Mayfield and $80 million in dead cap. You can flip yeah. it quick in the NFL. Oh, yeah. The Packers moved off Aaron Rodgers. They got better overnight with Jordan Love, right? So, like, this idea that, oh, man, if you're going to hang on to this aging, pocket-passing fossil that you better be careful what you wish for on the other side. What do you mean? Like, I can win nine games in a playoff game with Baker Mayfield if I build, if I build yeah. my roster the right way. So. Yeah. Uh, don't be afraid to move on. Jordan Love, 10. Matthew Stafford, 9. For sure. Jared Goff, up to 8, emotionally for me right now. Mm. Brock Purdy at 7. You guys are going to clown me for this, but Trevor Lawrence, before the high ankle sprain, was having an awesome season, like MVP candidate season. The high ankle sprain that he played through, look at his numbers before and after. Look at their wins and losses. So I'm giving Trevor Lawrence pre-high ankle sprain the benefit of the doubt he's 6th. Joe Burrow didn't die. He's still top five when he comes back. Joe Burrow's fifth. CJ Stroud, fourth. Fight me. Fourth. Fight me. I'm not. Fourth? I'm not, I'm not going to because he's a rookie. I'm going to give him that much respect. I'm not even kidding you. That dude went out. Wow. Yeah, dude. Dude, he, he just said it. Eventually. Over Purdy? So, yes. Dude. Yes. He's being asked to do a lot. I'm absolutely going to take. Fuck, yes, he is. Are you serious? He, With dude, way uh, less around him. Absolutely, I'm going to give him that. As a rookie, as a fucking rookie, do you know how many rookies come and shit down their fucking leg to me all the time? Dude, this dude's out there like one, nope, two, nope, three. Oh, there he is. God. I see you down there. Dude, you have to respect that. That is I massive do. respect. No, I'm giving you that one on the four. I'm actually right. going to move some of those dudes at 12 and 13. I'm going to move them way back, and I'm going to sit four right where he is because I, I agree with you, Searles. I think you were right about the MVP. I think if I, this kid can next year he's going to win the MVP. Dude, if he continues to play like this and D'Amico Ryans can get this team rallying around him, dude, you have the perfect trifecta storm that just happened between all these rookie players and coaches that came together and were like, this isn't that fucking hard. This can't be. The, watch this. Dude, love it. Go love get him a running back it. next year. Okay, if they, get, if they get back. smoked for in the this next game round. This week. Just, if they get no, smoked, say I'm moving them back out of the ten. If they get smoked, okay. That, see, that's your emotional decision. Those are your, those are your emotional decisions. <laughs> hey, that game, and I think that's going to be one of the best games this weekend. The way that they've been playing, and they know that they're going to have to go to Baltimore to beat the Ravens. Like, dude, that game's going to be. And I'll, the Ravens haven't played in two weeks. I know. All right, I'll, give me your three. I'll finish the rankings. Finish it up here. Right. Three Lamar Jackson, two Josh Allen, one still Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna switch two and three. I I'm, have switching, to. I'm switching. I have one to. I'm switching one and three. I'm switching one and three. Lamar number one. Lamar is number one. Lamar right now is playing the best football for a quarterback. I mean, you watched yeah. him the last half of the year. Yeah, you couldn't get him on the ground. He's amazing. Like you're watching him run away from Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett, and they're just chasing him. Like, just please stop running. And all the time, he's just eyes downfield. He's not being erratic. He's not trying to just create with his legs. He's keeping his eyes downfield, finding Zay Flowers, finding Odell Beckham. Like He is playing MVP caliber football this year. Mahomes has had his moments, but he's also had his ups and downs. I can't, 
I can't give Mahomes a top spot this year. He uh, may be I, the best in the world to do it. Like, and there's no doubt about that. He's probably the best, but not. I'll this give year. it to him. They have the third most drops this season. I don't think he could do anything else other than just throw it where he is. They just need to catch it. Like, oh, you got to catch the fucking ball when it's thrown to you. It's that easy. Absolutely, Pat Mahomes number one. By the way, he's also the out of these top seven, seven, eight guys. He's the only one with the Super Bowl. Sorry. You're clearly number one. Until somebody unthrones you, you are the king. Unthrones? Unthrones. Dethrones or unthrones? Unthrones. Don't give a shit. None of these guys have done it yet. We got to work on it. He called the head coach of the Bills, Josh McDermott, either, and none of us corrected him. So (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) Nick McDermott. No, I didn't. Bob. Bob. We can check the tape. you want to? Do you want to put a steak and a beer on it? You want to put a steak on a beer on it? Call him Josh. You called him Josh McDermott earlier in the show. Like I care. We need that. What's that commercial where they <laughs> throw the red flag? Yeah, yeah. running through my head. Everyone's yeah. like, "That's not his name." <laughs> Shoot me. So sorry. Oh man, isn't it funny though that like Sensitive. you look at you look at a list like this, and I will admit that there's a lot of emotional emotional uh, undertones in these rankings, but there's not like the establishment that we know. Right, the last five, like how many guys have left? Like Rogers is still technically around, but Brady gone. <laughs> You yeah. know, Matt Ryan used to be on these lists, and Ben Roethlisberger for 15 years was on these lists, and now Tom. it's there's a fun Eli. new young yeah Eli like yep. it's a fun new young wave. We've got our new Manning and Brady, and then we've got all these other dudes who are 27 and younger. I mean, Lamar Jackson's like 27, right? I mean, Josh Allen's 27. Yeah, and Stroud, Burrow, Burrow, Trevor. I mean, the AFC right now, the quarterbacks in the AFC are leaps and bounds like top heavy way better than the nfc but the nfc has a bunch of high draft picks this year and i think a lot of them are going to try and go out and get the drake mays the caleb williams like there's going to be a balance here because the afc was not that for so long they drafted all these guys when they were bad so i think we'll see a little bit more of a balance but it was the fear that everyone talked about, like, are we going to get the Brady's and the Mahomes any, or the Brady's and the Manning's anymore? Like, is that even going to be a thing? And I think we have a better version of all, both of them, right? Like, yeah, it's wow. exciting football. It's it's going to be Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen for a long time. And Lamar. Lamar. Like, those four <laughs> in the AFC are going to just be battling every single year for the next four or five years. Yeah. All right, somebody, Dude, somebody hit us with it. Here's what's crazy, too, is in your list, you don't get to an NFC team until seven. And that's a system quarterback. Eight is also a system quarterback. Nine is the first one you get to that's actually talented and can throw the ball. Like, has been known to zing it down the field. That's what's crazy is when you look at all these, these are all AFC quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And by the way, it's crazy. I never thought about that. I'm like, wait a minute. Now that I'm looking at this, the AFC is stacked. Herbert with a better coach and and situation could easily rise back up into the top six or seven. For sure. I think. So, but I think after that, I think you have a great. Great. I'm I'm actually not against any of this, but I flipped two and three. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm. Somebody hit me with us? hit me with one more, Mike. Oh, we okay. By the way, who's got it better than us? You see the news this morning. So Jim Harbaugh has now interviewed with the Chargers and the Falcons. The, and I love the, the, Fal- Fal- the Falcons came out first two interviews out of the gate. Belichick yep. and Harbaugh. Harbaugh. They are They're not messing not around, dude. around. And they They're released not. it during the game. Yeah, that was the other part. He's like, he they got leaked during the during the divisional or the wild card game. It was like, oh. 
Arthur Here we Smith go. is like, we are on one this <laughs> year, boys. We and think about it, they're just a quarterback away from actually being really talented. Like they could yeah. be, especially in that division. Let's let's be honest. Drew Brees is not in that division anymore. Tom Brady's not there anymore. Like it's Baker just, Mayfield Cam, is though. Cam Newton, though, was not all over running all over people in that division anymore. Like that division could easily be taken. And I'll tell you what, I would I don't think they get either of them. But I would love to see them get a really competitive coach like a Vrabes or a Belichick. Like I feel like they are close to what they want. And that was, that, my, that was that was gonna be my mic. That was gonna be my mic. Was the who's got it better than us? Harbaugh's coming into the NFL. As much as I want him to stay at Michigan, I don't want to see him leave because I love what he is for college football. I think that's probably gonna happen. I also, if he goes to a team that is in position to pick J.J. McCarthy, and he passes on him, I think he's full of shit. Talk about how he was the best quarterback to ever come out of Michigan. Well, wait, though. So let's say it's Atlanta, and they have the eighth pick, and then they have the 40th pick. They pass on him at eight because they don't think he's a top 10 pick, and then somebody else swoops him up. What if they like? What if they draft Jaden Daniels? You can't come out and say... He's the best quarterback. I think he's the best. And then get At to him Michigan. in the draft and be like, yeah, but he dude. never said anything about yeah, LSU. He never said about no. the country. He just said this mm. is the best kid to come out of Michigan. I don't think you can look at that. And I, I don't I don't see no. that. And I, I'm also a McCarthy this. hater. I mean, I am. I, I'm a I'm a big time JJ McCarthy hater. I think he's what? terrible. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's good. I've been I've been dying take. on this hill on I've been dying on this hill on my the podcast with Collier over there on Purple Insider just because every time a Vikings fan's like oh McCarthy I'm like please don't please this dude threw ten passes in the national championship ten he beat Penn State throwing it like six times you can't tell me this dude's a first round quarterback and generational talent when you don't have to ask him to go do like what Michael Penix did and be like no. hey we need you to throw for 450 yards you, with a broken no. rib you, no. I will say this you got to give you got to give us Vikings people a little bit of grace we have quarterback beer goggles from 30 years of Christian Ponders and uh, remember we brought in Josh Freeman one time from Monday Freeman's night game gone, we got excited <laughs> let it go Quasey's gonna Dude, be like, fine Vikings fans have Christian Ponder PTSD so we get That's we get fair. excited about Pretty much anything that could be new and flashy. but So you're saying, uh, give it a chance. If you're a, a quarterback needy team late, for, no, I'm not saying top 10. I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm near, saying like, it, not in the first. Let's say early second. You're not taking a flyer on J.J. McCarthy. Nope. You're, Third you're round in, at best. Third round at best. So you're more into like a Bo Nix, maybe yep. a Michael Penix situation. Yep. Okay. I think people are going to fall in love with his arm talent and they're going to fall in love with all this stuff, but like I haven't seen it in games. And listen, if you're in the NFL, you're going to have to throw it more than 10 times. It's that's it, not how this works. You have to be able to drop back 30 times a game if necessary, 40, and deliver it on time. And you are blind projecting that with J.J. McCarthy. Pure blind projection. Don't love that. Don't love that when you're talking about betting the franchise on it. Just saying, which, I think he's down there with the sixth, sixth, probably sixth quarterback. Which, uh, what are your, and I, maybe I'm putting you on the spot here, but like, what are your current quarterback prospect rankings? Give me like one, May, one through six. Drake, Drake me May, number one. Caleb Williams. Why? Wait, why? I think Drake May's, I think Drake May is more pro ready with his emotions, with his professionalism, and with the arm talent. Caleb Williams is by far the better prospect with what every draft person falls in love with potential right his ceiling is so high and all that but with potential and with ceiling comes what 
risk. So much risk. If you want to be safe and still get that generational type talent, in my opinion, Drake May is the number one choice. Drake May is ready to walk in there, plug and play. He's going to come in. He's going to be a professional, ready to go. I've died. Caleb Williams is not in control of his emotions. He's not. He's he's not in control of his emotions. And I go back to, I think this is a Lincoln Riley problem. Look at Baker Mayfield when he first came in the league. Look mm. at Kyler Murray when he first came into the league. Like these dudes come into the league with just they they have no structure, they have no bounds, and it yeah, takes a while for them to get themselves on track. And talk about it, Drake Caleb Williams is just the next step in that progression. He could be the next Patrick Mahomes and be great. But is he going to get there? It's hard for me to say, yeah, for sure, 100%. I think Drake May is the better bet on that. Wow. And do then you, do I you go, think the Bears would, would – do the Bears have – I mean, it's so early in the process right now. They too, haven't but, made a decision. They haven't publicly said what they're doing, right? Like they, they haven't well, been like – I they, mean, they, they, they and really I know won't. that they won't, but they there haven't been like – There is no decision on the field no, front. Right? Have they even right. like brought it up? Have they been like, no, we're going to go back yet. and eva- – Yeah, then they're, they're, they're not going to draft a quarterback. I mean, unless this shit's already been pushed like – Wait, you don't would, think the Bears are going to draft? You don't a quarterback? think they draft a quarterback at all? I don't think so, buddy. Dude, I think they're that, done. it would be franchise suicide to continue forward with with Yo, a non top fifteen for quarterback. Thirty years. What well, okay, changes then, overnight, dude? You don't sit at this position of having the number one overall pick often. Like this is this is the Arizona Cardinals when they took who was it? it was Sam Darnold, right? Yeah. There was nine mistakes before. Nah, yeah, and they, they, well, they not took Darnold. Who was Ro- it? Rosen? Or what are you talking yes, about? Yes, Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen. Josh Rosen. When they took Josh Rosen, and then like two years later, they were like, next yeah, year. We missed. The next year. Yeah, we they missed. They took Tyler Murray. The number yeah, one. Like, we, we missed. We're going, we're going back to it. And I think that's where the Bears are at. Like, are we willing to bet the farm that Fields is going to take us to the playoffs next year? Because that's the only option that if you keep Fields, if you don't go to the playoffs with Fields, it was a failure. Oh, yeah. Are we willing to bet our jobs, and are we willing to bet the farm that he's going to do that, or do we buy some grace with the fan base? Do we buy some grace with the owner and take a new quarterback and say we're trying this again? You got to take a quarterback with the one. You have to, Agreed. especially between these two guys, between Caleb and Drake. These two dudes could be great. Yeah, I mean, great. And so much of this is about too. Okay, even if you think that Fields, oh, maybe there's another step, and and we and let's just keep building the car on Fields. Well, okay, that's great, but in a year then you're going to have to start paying him at least $30 million, probably closer to 40 or $50 million with the cap going up, as opposed to resetting that clock with, by the way, you might reset the clock with a quarterback that's just better after like the first eight weeks of the season once he gets a chance to settle in. I mean, think about if the, this is where the Bears, the Bears have been adding pieces. The Bears have, they've got weapons now. They've got a defensive front. They won a bunch of games at the end of the year. If they get this right and they've got cap space and they have another top 10 pick, they could go get another edge rusher or whatever it is. Like right? they're in a really interesting spot if they nail two top 10 picks and a big free agent. But I don't know if hanging on to Justin Fields, because you could make a case, okay, cool, trade back, uh, take Marvin Harrison Jr., take a defensive player and keep building it around Justin Fields. But if he's not the guy, now you're stuck in purgatory. Now you're going to be winning eight or nine games. And you're not going to have another shot at the first yep. quarterback off the board for however long. So yeah. you, ha- I think you, you have take to take yeah. You have to take one. And then just to finish on the thought, Jaden Daniels, third quarterback off the board. I think you can't pass on what he did at LSU this year. 
I mean, he looked very Lamar Jackson esque. Lamar Jackson esque, and I know Lamar fell to the end of the first. I don't think a team's going to let that risk happen again, especially with the way the quarterbacks are going. Yeah. Um, Michael Penix is the fourth. Bo Nix is the fifth. JJ McCarthy is the sixth. Mm. You know, uh, Jaden Daniels is so interesting because he ran for it was like eight yards a carry, a thousand yards. He put up crazy, you know, passing yep. game productivity. Uh, there have been questions about. So he is six foot four, but he's like a wiry six foot four. But you know what? Lamar Jackson's been wiry. It's not like you don't have those to be Josh Allen, Cam hit. Newton. Yeah, those, those dudes know how to avoid hits and slide out of things and just fall down. Like, and guess who missed the whole season? Two hundred sixty pound Anthony Richardson, who yeah. was supposed yeah. to be indestructible linebacker playing you quarterback. Can't, you can't be a bulldozer in this league all the time. And Josh. He played through some shoulder injury this year, too. But Lamar, like the the wiry guys, like you said, like they know how to just get down, not take the hit, run out of bounds, and just be faster than everyone at times. Just be like, yeah. just run away from guys. So, yeah, that's how I have the quarterbacks ranked right now. I mean, things may change as the process goes here, but I'm a, I'm a McCarthy hater. I have been all year. Let me just going to close that out. I just want to be clear. And if his, family, clear. if his family is consuming, just, just know that. I hate your side. I hate cannot your stand brother. Him your... As a prospect, and anytime I hear people talk about him in the first round, I want you to get mad. I want to. Pee. So if the Vikings take him, I'm going to they throw probably him in will. my mouth. They probably will. <laughs> oh man, yeah, God. There's a whole nother. We'll have to do the Vikings thing on a different O line committee episode. But you guys want to make some picks here? Some divisional round picks. Oh, let's let's, let's... Talk about last week's picks. All right. Oh, of course. Oh, now you want to look at last week's. Yeah, now one time uh, all year. Let's take a peek. Hey, man, I'm coming down. I'm, don't don't sleep. Uh, these were worth double, weren't they? No, no these were no. Sleep. They were worth single. Are you sure? I thought they were double. No, they were worth triple. Now you're in the lead. It's crazy. Mm. Uh, so Love yeah, it. we we make we make picks straight up because spreads are for, for losers. Spreads are for losers. Which we need that as a T-shirt, by the way. I want that. I losers. want that in the merch. I want that in the merch shop. Spreads are for losers. Spreads are for losers. Presented by DraftKings. No. Um, <laughs> so um, I was three and three last week. I think it was my worst week of the year, or one of them. And you guys mm. both had good weeks. Alex went four and two. Jay went five and one on the back of Baker Mayfield picking the Bucks as we. No, it was the Jordan Love pick. That's the pick that he made it off of. Well, I both those. He made both pick. those. Yep. Fucking yep. Cowboys. So what's, their, am, hey, what's your record? I'm 54 and 24. Alex, you are 51 and 27. So you're now just three games back. Jay is now just five games back at 49 and 29. Mm. So we got the. Here's my proposal. We got the four wild card game or the four division round games this weekend. Yep. Mm-hmm. We can start making all of these going forward worth more points. Two points for these divisional round games. Let's go two points for the. How about how about uh, just one point maybe for the conference games and then no, I'm just kidding. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to go two points for the divisional games? Up the stakes here. It's the only yeah, way you can catch me really. I'm in. So. I'm in for sure. Yeah, I'm here for Let's it. Do it. All right, here Double we go. Up. Kangaroo okay. court in session. Okay. Here we go. Texans at Ravens. I'm gonna let you guys go first. I'll take the Ravens. <laughs> Give me the Ravens. It was a great go- ride. Great ride by the Texans, but I'm going Ravens too. I like the Ravens here. I think they continue to be the best team in football. The Texans have been playing playoff games for like three or four weeks now, right? Like they were constantly on that bubble of like, we have to keep winning. We have to keep winning. That eventually emotionally catches up with you. And a big emotional win after hosting a playoff game. Now you're heading into the juggernaut of what is the Ravens. I worry the tank's not quite full enough to beat a full complimented Ravens football team right now. 
Yeah. Okay. As you can tell, Do super. I, I want it. to. I want to. And here's why. Two weeks off, that's a lot. That is a massive speed bump to overcome because then when you get back out there, you feel like everything is just so much faster than it really is, and the other team doesn't feel like that because, like Jay just said, they've been playing playoff football games for the last four weeks, so their brain is super wired to roll as fast as humanly possible and not think about anything. But this is an outdoor stadium, and it is in Baltimore, and the Ravens are the number one seed. And I just want to note it. Massive kudos. And I, what the Houston Texans did this year was awesome. And I think a lot of people slept on them. Dude. Love it. Love what you did, but you're right. Ravens are going to take this one, number one seed. Forecast, by the way, we're looking at we're looking at snow, low rain. freezing temperatures mm. with with 15 to 20 mile an hour winds mm. with gusts that are higher than that. So it could be cold and windy. Yeah. Lamar Jackson doesn't. I think between the two, Lamar Jackson could just run the ball for 80 yards in weather like that, right? So yeah, we'll see. So we're all taking the Ravens. Yeah. Just yeah. to be clear, there. I think we have to. Got yeah, it. you do. Okay, let's do uh, let's do Packers at Niners. This is your ahead, this Searles. is your squad, dude. Go ahead, Searles. Go ahead, Searles. I can't do I, it, Searles. Do I it. picked? Listen, do I it. didn't pick the Packers because I'm in love with the Packer football team. I picked the Packers because they're playing the Cowboys, and the Cowboys melt in the playoffs. Like until they don't, I will not pick the Cowboys. It didn't matter. They couldn't play in the. Sisters of the Blind, Deaf, and Dumb. It wouldn't have mattered. I would have picked them. I would have picked them to beat the Cowboys in the playoffs. Right? I didn't love this Packers team. That all said, I think it's a much closer game. Similar to what you said, Boone. The Packers are the hottest team in the NFL right now. Far far and away. What they did the last half of the season, that looked like a 12 to 13 win football team, not a nine and eight football team. Mm -hmm. Like the way they turned it on, the way that Mackie talked about the stats that Jordan Love has. The problem with the Packers, I don't think they can hold up against this pass rush. I agree. That's that's Jordan Love is going to be under duress. He's going to be harassed the whole game. You've got Bosa, you've got Young, you've got Hargrave, like you've got dudes across yeah. on that D line. That's going to be the difference in this game. San Fran wins. McCaffrey comes back healthy. Full complement. The only thing that stops them is if your quarterback's elbow explodes again. That's it. That's the only thing that stops them is if both quarterback elbows explode. So give me the Niners. Niners. Yeah. Yeah. Niners. Uh, it's it's Niners. Is it Niners for all of us here? Yeah. And it's so. a tip of the cap. Dude, the Packers two months ago, you're looking at that team thinking that might be a top five draft pick. They're probably going to draft a quarterback because they do have a decision on Jordan Love here. He's he's going to get paid this summer starting in 2025, but he's worth it. Yeah. It's. I don't think it's a fluke what he's done the last eight weeks, and it's incredible that that franchise has now hit on a third consecutive right top quarterback. I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame like the other no. two quite yet, but but he took him know, to the can, playoffs his play. first year. That's he good enough. Play. And here's what's crazy too. This this kind of needs to be a little bit of a mic. When we're talking about the contract negotiations, normally people are like, let's go look at the four years of work. Now they're like, let's look at back at one year. Scary, and it's like dude. that's what's going to really become crazy Terrifying. because when they do lose this week, they're going to turn around and go, "Is that enough to pay, dude? Is that enough to pay, dude? Is it enough to pay him four hundred million? 
and it's not even really a full year. It's half a year. That's what I'm saying, like, right? It's it's it didn't half start a year. very like, well. It ended like, well. Who are you? Are you Jekyll or are you Hyde? And which one are we getting for forty million dollars? But the problem is, there's no middle ground because you're competing against a market of thirty-two teams where there's yeah. always like ten looking desperately oh, for a quarterback. They would easily snatch him up. That's why I'm Some, saying this is the situation mm-hmm. where you look back and you go, like in five years, if someone goes, how did the Packers get here? You go, oh, he didn't play the first three years. He played one year, started off shitty, ended up going to the playoffs. They ended up signing him to a record deal because they knew if he were to ever walk out this door, somebody else would sign him. Like, this is why shit is crazy sometimes. You look over at the Saints and you're like, how are you 90 million in the hole? And you're like, oh, that one year that you guys decided to pay that one guy and you were like, fuck everybody else down the road. We don't care. Like, this is where the teams need to make serious decisions. And it's crazy because it's the Packers and you just never thought you would see them go down this road of like are you gonna massively overpay somebody to be on your team this is well crazy. I mean they, they did with Rodgers again are you gonna put yourself in purgatory again <laughs> again but they draft but to be fair well, Aaron Rodgers has a gold jacket I don't know if you could say he was ever overpaid like dudes that wear gold jackets are hard to be like that guy was overpaid you Best know what ever. he yeah, I mean, I don't know if I can put a price kind of, on that. At the end, it was he, I think he was trying to get his a little bit more at the end, and he did. Yeah. Okay, Bucks at Lions. Oh, Lions. Time to roll. Can we? And by the, the way, Lions, we didn't even make that a mic. The best. The game Lions. We, yeah, we didn't even talk about them. But the what? Lions. The Lions lucked out in this draw. I mean, <laughs> the ability to have to play, the ability to play a home game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Love you, Baker. Love what you did. Love them, but they're gonna they're gonna roll, dude. Last and week was that was epic. the The only thing that scares me, and I talked about this last week, and it almost came back to bite them. The secondary of the Lions is super suspect. I mean, super suspect. To be fair, and they shut down. They scary. did a good job against Cooper, and Cooper, Puka, and Cooper, but Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Trey Palmer. Got some dudes, and Baker just gets it to him in the right way. Good offensive line to neutralize Aiden Hutchinson. It's a good matchup. I just think that the best thing Detroit's going to do is keep Baker off the field. So watch out. If you're the Bucks skill position players, watch out for your ACLs in this game. Hey, listen, I have nothing to problem. I have no problem with that dude's hit. I don't think it's legal. I don't think it's dirty. The way I the agree. rules have been written, the way the rules have been written, you can't get upset about that. Is it... Is it the greatest hit in the world? It could it be better? Probably. But unless you're going to say, hey, we won't find you if you go try and blow that dude's rib cage up, it's what's going to happen. And you've heard players come out and say it time and time again, I'd rather get hit in the head than get my knee taken out. But the NFL has deemed that that was a better play than up top. I don't fault the guy for yeah, how he's trying I, to tackle guys. He I'm also gives you. up 50 pounds to those dudes. And Boone, you can fight us, but like, here's, here's where I'm at with this. And you guys freaking play in the NFL for you know, a decade and a half combined. These guys are being asked on defense. So it's 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 for 10 years it is off the head is off limits. CTE, concussions, the the NFL spent 10 years pounding it into people, right? You cannot go high. You cannot missile in. You can't tackle up. Okay, so that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. We'll adjust. So I got I got here, chest, shoulders all the way down. It's a close playoff game or a close any game, right? Jobs are on the line, contracts are on the line. This tight end is rumbling, and I am, boy, if I don't make a tackle, he might run for a touchdown or whatever. I need to stop him from moving, and I can't go high. If I, By the way, if, if, you, if you go into his torso, there's a good chance he's, what, six foot three, 
250 pounds, you might bounce off of him. What's the best way to get him on the ground? Go at his legs. I, right through his legs. I don't know. And all they have to do is duck, right? All they have to do is see you coming and go like this, and you hit him in the head 15 yards. Beak, see, and a nice big hefty FedEx. Was... And a nice big hefty FedEx on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. That's why this hit was different. Because as soon as he caught it, he got taken out. That's why I'm saying like there's a time and a place. And, and people can say whatever they want. They weren't out there with me. So I don't really need anybody's advice. There's a time and a place to be a dick. Going for somebody. I don't think he's like being that. a dick. Dude, I'm telling you. We'll go watch the play. He literally just runs right at his leg. Right at his dude, leg. He is. He literally caught ball went for his knee. That, dude. Literally caught ball, went for his knee. 50 pounds lighter, so you're like, hey, let's go tear his ACL while he's outstretched well, he, in the middle of the field. you're not going to make the tackle, are you? If you're, you're not going to make the tackle. You could bounce off him. Or you're going to have so to let's smoke go him tear so his high fucking up. knee in half? Like, I have a very hard time being like, yeah, that was cool to me. Uh, and I've never been said that that's cool to me, going for someone's knees like that. I've never once been like, yeah, go. I don't care if you want to hit a dude I'm not in a saying, I'm not saying that it's the proper way to do it. But by the way the law has been written of the NFL, there is no other choice. But What's so the other the, choice, Boone? What's the other choice? First ribs. What do we do with the quarterbacks? Can't hit them high. Can't hit them low. Nobody complains. Nobody goes. Ah, this is bullshit. Everybody just yes, goes. Do what are you talking about? Everyone complains oh, because there's not more we don't. All not more we don't. Oh no. my god, that's oh, the terrible. No, no, we take. do it. We no, we do it at the refs that we barely get hit. But the minute he gets hit in his knees, everyone goes. Can't do that. Everybody literally says you can't do that. That's a fucking fact. I'm not saying we agree no. with it, Searles. I'm just saying that the minute the quarterback gets hit at the knees, everybody goes, that's a for sure flag. That That's a flag. We've accepted that. So now everybody, everyone's protected. So now you're going to say I'm the just knees saying are protected, dude running the head is the protected. Like there's, so you're saying that the defender has a box this big? So hit? do the DMs. you start... The no, DS have a box that dude, big. You know how fast these dudes are moving. Yeah, I'm not saying full it's receiver, right. I'm saying safety. that's the rules. I'm not right. saying I agree with them. I'm literally so you saying think it was a dirty can... hit, though. Yes, I do. You went for his fucking knee like that. I'm not cool I mean, with that. I mean, most I'm people not agree cool with Alex. That. Most I never people was agree cool with Alex. Alex, I hate to tell you, bro. Most of the guys in the NFL do too. Bro, I take agree with him you too. I'm, I'm telling you, it's not a dirty hit if that's the and only way you're allowed to get dudes down. No, that was dirty. It's the only way you can get dudes down. All right, then don't play. I mean, listen, probably forever over Jay and I are in the minority here. Most people agree with Alex that, but I would say this, if that's the case, then it needs to be a rule. We need to add another page to the 750 page current NFL rule. I agree. So that players know, because if I'm a player out there again, it's like jobs, money, playoffs on the line, what's legal, what's not. And if it's, if it's currently legal and I got to make a tackle, like I, I get it. And, but I hear you, Boone, too. I mean, it's it sucks. Like, TJ Hawkinson, same deal. Same player. Yeah. Yes. Kirby Joseph, right? Dude, everyone's getting and, taken and, out like this now. And it's everyone's like, well, it's the game. And it's like, that dude's going to need his knee rewired. And we're over here like, that's the game? <laughs> it's the way we've it, been playing this game? I don't know, dude. He was pretty outstretched. And you were just kind of going for that knee right away. I just have but a if, real But if he doesn't make that tackle and they go score a touchdown – or he gets a 15-yard penalty. Or maybe he doesn't make the tackle and his friend comes and helps him make the tackle. I don't know. I'm just saying that can we just stay off the fucking knees? I agree. Stay off of them. Stay off the head. Stay off the knees. What do you want me to say? Dude, sure, we wouldn't have so many retired guys walking around like me if we could just stay off the knees. I mean, you could, put a, you could put a rib through guys' lung, too. I think we should stay out of the torso, too. Yeah, you know, that could be scary. You know, it's scary when you're getting hit. You, no, I, I'm not, I can't give you this one. I so can't. in summary, we all have the, the Lions beating the the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, Lions. For Lions sure. Lions over the Bucks. Okay, Chiefs at Bills. Roll Bills, roll, baby. I'm all I'm all aboard the Bills. 
fire me up, take it, inject it in my veins. Allen finally beats Mahomes. Give it to me. In Orchard Park, place is going to be electric. Table's on fire, feet of snow everywhere, cold as shit. Give me the Buffalo Bills. I'll go next so Boone can pick against me if he wants to. I agree. This is the Peyton Manning finally gets the home game against Tom Brady. I know that there's a bunch of injury issues with the Bills right now, but this is this is the time finally for the Bills. Now, of course, then they're going to have to deal with, whoa, we finally got over the mountain. Yeah, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're only halfway through the playoffs, <laughs> and the Ravens are sitting over the there right now. Waiting. So yeah. fly it's, across uh, the country or fly down, <laughs> fly down the coast. Yeah. So we will we will have that discussion when uh, when the time comes. But I have the Bills finally conquering the Chiefs in this game. Cool. You know, I really wanted to. I want to go with you guys on this one. Uh oh, um, I really do think that. Oh. And not only that, but Kansas City. I mean, I think this is just where they. It's hard though because you gave him the number one quarterback spot. You can't you can't give him the number. But one I, what did I say? How many balls did they drop? You can do everything you want, but if your receiver doesn't drop the ball, uh, everyone's looking now like, yeah, you're right. They are the third most. You're right. They have some really good balls. Yeah. I just think that the Bills' defense, though, they lost another middle linebacker, and that's the one thing that's like, God, how many guys can you keep? How many special teams players can you throw out there now that can eventually track down Patrick Mahomes or find Rasheed Rice or all of a sudden Travis Kelsey's over across the middle? Like, it's a – their defense. <sighs> I want to go Bills. I do. I'll tell you what. Let's do it. You're going Bills? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> he's, 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 uh, oh, can Spags do it again? Can Spags do it again? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what. All right. Here we go. I'll take KC in this one. Oh, I'll there it is. There it is. I'll do it. All right. Those Come are on, the Spags. Picks, man. So Make only me right. One- only one difference this week. So we all have the same teams except for uh, Booney's stepping out of line and picking the Chiefs here with a chance to. I feel like that was bound to happen points. though. When you have kind of the 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 dogs win in the Super Wild Card weekend, usually everyone's like, okay, let's see if they come back down to earth against the real dudes. Like we'd yeah. be we'd be high to have to pick against Baltimore San Fran this week. Oh yeah, like it just. You, you got to give those dudes, they're the number one seed for the reason. Yeah. Right. Especially playing against teams that are just happy to kind of be there. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I mean, the Packers are just, they even talked about it on the broadcast almost a nauseum. You know, they're just no pressure. They're just playing with house money. They're just happy to be here. Flips a little bit more in the divisional. There's a little bit more pressure on you now in the divisional. Like, you're not just playing like, oh, and the Niners are coming in just juggernaut, right? And same thing with the Ravens. So yeah. I, I it, we'd be high not to pick those two. I think we'll have a little bit different probably a little bit different for conference we'll see we'll yeah. see so all right boys let's do let's do uh a couple of dumb football questions here and by the yes. way we're gonna have once the playoffs are over we're gonna have a lot more space on this podcast so for dumb football questions but so much more we'll hit you with a couple here to wrap the show uh golf nut and you can always send us in the youtube comment section we love getting your dumb football questions so keep stockpiling them especially for the off season uh golf nut wants to know how common was it that players would fake injuries at the end of games to stop the clock Uh, I I've seen just, it happen a couple times. I, I have as well. And I was actually just having this discussion with uh, Zach Zenner, who was with the Lions. And <laughs> it was when, I think it happened this weekend, right? Someone was like, yeah. ah, ah. And he said that at one point, he said Patricia, Patricia like came in the huddle and was like, it was like a quick change. He's like, boys, defense is gassed. Who's going to do it? And he said he looked at Zenner and Zenner was like, 
not me. And then some other one, I can't remember who he said, he's like, I'll do it, coach. And ran out there and was just like, hamstring cramp. Ah, ah. Like he said, the trainers ran out. He's like, just give me some water. Just pour my mouth, stretch out my calves. Like, so like it definitely happens. You know, I think it happens more in college than it does in the NFL, just with like the high tempo stuff. But I mean, it definitely, there's conversations that are had on the sideline. Like, all right, who's doing it? Who's falling on the sword? And it's usually some like backup special teamer that they kind of throw in there for a play, right? They're like, you just go in and fall down and just hold your leg. <laughs> it's yeah, funny you see just- like you see like videos on so where it's very you know, some guys running and there's clearly a coach pointing or something and oh yeah, God, <laughs> they're pointing oh, no. down. They're like pointing to the ground. Go down. <laughs> Dude, we were in uh, we were in London and the who were we playing? We we're playing uh, Denver when it was uh oh what's the coach uh, the one that just got fired in. Vegas, uh, uh, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. When he yeah. was young, we were playing Denver, and so they were driving on us. <laughs> I remember looking over at Cowboy, and he kept looking at the sideline, and he was like, "Now, do you want me to go down now?" And they were like, "No, go to the next one." So then, like the next one, he's like walking down, and they're like, "No," and he's like, just collapses. <laughs> I remember sitting there with, before he could hit the ground, they had the, everybody on the field checking him, and he just got he's like, I'm so stud. Sometimes you got to take one of those for the team, stud. <laughs> oh, this guy's a man, dude. It's, it's hilarious. They, it's funny, though, because they just look over like, now, go down now. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> dude, it's it happens. Ah, Peter Griffin. Ah. Coach forgot ah. to get that play in too early, man. He had to call burn a timeout. We used to have to do it all the yeah. time, burn timeouts. You got like 12 guys on the field, in. and you're like, oh, God. There's three guys step out of the My huddle. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Anthony D, we've had we've had a couple variations of this question going back to when we launched this podcast in the summertime. So we, we can we can hit this again. Uh, Anthony D says, what is it like to manage your body post career? The NFL is notorious for its 100 percent injury rate. Uh, do all vets have long term detrimental effects on their health? Yes. <laughs> very simply, very <laughs> simply put yes. yes everyone has some lingering thing that they bring with them out of the league some worse than others um you know Boone and I it's our knees um mm-hmm. Zach Zenner my partner it's his back like there's there's long-term effects that go to play this game it's a violent game right it's a violent game it's a brutal game you put a lot of stress and tear on your body but there are huge advancements even in just last the last 10 years of ways for us to take care of our bodies post-career right the first thing for Boone is it's getting the weight off right getting the weight off getting the load off those joints and then just trying to understand hey how long do we have to hold out before you can replace my knee right like, do I need to get to 40 is it 41 like what's the age here like Boone's been told the same thing I had an MRI of my knee when I was getting some issues and they're like oh your ACL's gone your meniscus is grinded to dust like but you're 32. We can't replace it now because you'll wear it out in like you'll 10 years. And we can't just keep replacing it. Yep. Right. So they're like, you just got to get to like 45, man. I'm like, it's a long fucking time. Like, that's a, that's a long ways away. Yeah. But it, it's all about trying to just find ways to. The worst thing you do, and I don't know if they agree with me or not, is stop lifting. A lot of guys are like, I'm done with the league. I don't want to lift anymore. I'm out. But our joints are so beat up that if you don't keep that muscle strength around your joints, like the degeneration and everything is just going to catch up with you. And that's when you get in a lot of pain, stop moving. Like movement and lifting for me has been super key of talking with a bunch of guys that how you just kind of keep your body 
maintained throughout your post career. Yeah, I think Sterles hit that on the head. Like you got to you got to lose the weight. Number one, you got to continue maintaining, taking care of yourself. You got to eat right. You got to do all these things because we see guys that fall out of the league and they just it's over. Like they don't want to do anything. They're like, man, I'm done. I can't do this shit anymore. And you're like, dude, you got to do something though. Like you, number one, we were all very competitive and we were all very active. We were all up at five in bed at midnight. Like we were partying late. We were back up early. Like. You can't just end that. Like, I feel like the minute you see guys going into these depressions is when they're like, I'm not doing anything anymore. And you're like, dude, you got to stay active. Like, you got to go out and you got to run around. You got to be a part of everything and you got to jump into these worlds because when you do, you start to realize that this was the journey that everybody told us about. Like, they were like, yeah, man, being in the NFL is great. And it's a lot of work and it's super fucking cool. But the greatest thing about this is when you're done, you go give back to everybody that you can and you just continue to push everything as far as you can. And you go back and you coach and you talk to all these kids about being good kids and getting good grades and doing all these things and then all of a sudden you're like 10 worlds in and you're like dude this is amazing and then at the same time it keeps you connected with everybody that we are friends with like i think that's why jay and i love what we do what we do because we're constantly talking to all of our friends we're talking to all our old coaches we're constantly starting to meet new kids meeting all these new coaches like it's just such a small world that the minute you jump in it you, like I feel bad when people leave and they never come back. You're like, dude, this was this was our thing, man. We did this as friends, and we should. And you like going to the combine this year, last year was wasn't. I mean, it's just so awesome. And you see all these guys, and they're doing great things. And these guys own these companies, and like Jay said, they just continue to push the envelope. And they're like, you know what? I'm not done. I was I had this great success, but I'm not done. I want to keep doing more. And you're like. Gotta keep chasing. Gotta chase this asshole so for it's, ten years. It's, it's worth it, is what you're saying. Oh, so, if someone says, "Hey, minute. you're gonna you're gonna be in pain," and I I mean I've said this before. You're gonna hurt the, real bad. The first or second time Booney came on my old radio show when he was you know with the Vikes, and I said because like there was a big like the CTE movie had come out and it was a big, <laughs> it was a big topic. Yeah, concussion. Yeah. And I said, "Hey, if if I told you right now you're gonna die ten years earlier." But you will still have played football and made a bunch of money and whatever. Is it is it worth it? You like didn't even let me finish the question. You're like, yes. Oh my god, one hundred percent, one hundred percent worth it. This was yeah. this this. I can't tell you the people that we get to meet and we get to talk to and the kids that we get to interact with and the things that they tell you. And then all of a sudden, you're just it's so awesome, dude. And these people that you get to like talk to all day, like even hanging out with Jay all day, like it's just it's, sometimes we sit back and we're like, dude, this is this is really what we did. But dude, we got forget- paid. We got paid a small fortune to play a child's yeah. game, but like that's, that's, that's what it comes we, down to. Like, and it was worth it. You watch eight year olds running around, just like ah, you're having fun, eh. and then they're like, hey, you want to make a bunch of money and do the same thing you did when you were eight years old? Like, <laughs> Fuck yeah! Why would I want to do that? Why right? Like, I? and and you're, they're gonna say like, yeah, you're gonna get hurt and it's gonna be painful down the road, but dude, you're such a part of such a select group. Yeah, like that video came out a while ago, and Boone, I don't remember if you saw it. Mac, you probably did. Where it's like. Between the year 2000 and 2023, there was like 26,000 people in the world that actually took a snap during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a small number. Like, if you have the opportunity to be part of the elite, regardless if you were a backup player or not, you stepped on a football field at any point during the regular season or the playoffs and played a snap, you're part of an elite group. By the way, that was so I just found it because I did see that video. Since the inception of the NFL, 25,000 people have played a Isn't snap that crazy? in the NFL. So think about this. If you went to any NFL stadium, 25,000 people would fill the lower bowl, maybe. Like, it would yep. fill a third of the stadium. 
That's how many people in a hundred years of NFL football have played 20, 25. Dude, yeah. it, and when you think about it, it makes total sense. And there was, there's a lot of times that when Jay and I talk to these kids, a lot of what we say is like, listen, we got to be a part of those 25,000 guys. Cause we said yes. When everyone else said no, could never say no to these guys. Like mm-hmm. this is the test. Will he accept everything that we throw at him? Will he even get rattled a little bit? And the minute you sit there like a badass, they're like, welcome, young man. And you're like, I did it. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, you see all your friends that like, and it's funny because, dude, remember, I have a picture on my Instagram of like the first time I met Alan Page, right? Like we were just over at this community thing. And I remember I shook his hand and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with your hand? And I looked at it like, dude, what did you do? And he was like. It's kind of cool, isn't it? Like hangs out this way and back up and then back out. And I was like, can you even move that? And he was like, no, doesn't move. But I was like, this is what we signed up for. How yeah. crazy must we be to be like, show me that again. Mine's going to look way cooler. I promise you. <laughs> I'm going to break mine so much more. Like, that's how competitive we were. You're broken. I'll break myself even more. Yeah. Like you're just psychos at some That's time. like the li- there's line of duty. There's a benefit that you can apply for. I was talking to... I was talking to one of the guys in the gym about this the other day. They're like, hey, so like, what's this? And I was like, oh, line of duty. I was like, they literally, they give you a point system and you get to go through and be like, how bad did you break yourself? <laughs> Put your point score in and then we'll it's assign true. a dollar amount to you for seven and a half years to say thank you for your service. And you're like, okay, knee check, ankle check, shoulder check, finger check. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make some money. Woo! Like, thank you so much for breaking your body. <laughs> when I went to that, when I went to that meeting, I was he like literally pulled out a notebook and was like, let's begin. Point number one came in our ankles. I was like, he's like, and then we were awarded five points for our knees. I was like, damn, that's a lot. He's like, bro, they're pretty broken. You signed it and all of a sudden, like, the, ch- oh, the chimes yeah. hit. Yeah. Dude, in, you're like, yeah, payday, if baby. Have, if you have any type of neck or spine, oh, life. Sign them up. You get paid you just, for life. Just, just pay them for life, dude. Yeah. Just, just give it to them. Here's a guy who's got a yeah. real neck problem. <laughs> Fractures, C1, C2, came back, kept playing, moved into the lower spine, pay him all the money. Just just give it to him and make him go away. I love how these guys are like, come back in five years. It's going to be way worse. Like, you're going to get re-upped a ton. Come back for your rechecks. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right, there's some uh, some dumb football questions for you guys. Keep sending us in the YouTube comment section. Click that like button and the subscribe button on the O-Line Committee YouTube channel. And uh, we'll catch you guys probably for an emergency episode of like Nick Sirianni getting fired at some point. Can't wait. This week. Harbaugh <laughs> going to the Chargers. Belichick going to the Falcons. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.